Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, April 23rd, 2021. It's just after 2.30 UTC. I'm Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Hello. Hello. And uh, we're going to do the same thing we've been doing, alternate picking topics until we're sick of each other and we feel like there's nothing else to talk about. And that's it. Um, that's the plan. Is that all? But But in addition to that... We also have Abdad revealing a question he's Re- afraid to ask. I'm revealing a question I'm afraid to ask? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not afraid to ask any questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, and, 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 and also, um, a very special announcement. Go. <gasps> this show is sponsored by Alex Enzola. Uh-huh. How much are you paying me? Us. Yeah, how much are you paying us? Sorry. <laughs> Zero dollars. Zero. That's not enough. <laughs> That's not enough. This is, you know, forget it. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know. I mean, we're, ca- we're capitalists, so you're really just, you know. I'll pay you 14 homework assignments. Uh, uh yeah, no. Uh, those are worthless. To me, at least, I could give a crap. Don't do any of them for my, my book. <laughs> I will give you the spaceship. It, it's a nine volt battery. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I, it kind of looks like a spaceship if it you think does, about it. Uh, yeah, it's got a couple of engines in the back, and, you know, little, oh, little I, drone cargo ship. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sit down. We're gonna get started. No, uh, you get. All two hundred plus dollars on my card that you forgot to steal from me earlier. No. 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 Well, I don't know. Two hundred dollars? Would you? Would you give him a minute for two hundred dollars? Ah, for two hundred dollars? Yes. He's got two hundred dollars saved up on his allowance card. All right. So we'll get up here. All right. Good thing yeah. I haven't actually earned those. Uh huh. Yeah. Dad just... just forgot to take them away from me. Yeah. Okay, go 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 set. So um basically uh we will on our first break we will play an ad for me. Uh-huh. I mean I mean Alex Emsola. Anyway also um the last thing I need to announce is um that um you probably already knew this, but, um, Dad has a secret. What? And this secret is revealed on one of my videos on Portal. But, um, I'll reveal it here. And if you don't want spoilers, skip ahead a few seconds. Because Dad's secret is 
Wait, no, was it Portal? No, it wasn't Portal. <laughs> it, was, it was Castle Crashers. Um, the Secret of Dad. Oh, skip ahead a few more seconds. The Secret of Dad. Oh, like 30 seconds. Or, or the whole show. Uh, the Secret of Dad is he never eats donuts. Oh. Uh... I've seen him eat donuts. I eat donuts. <laughs> I, I, I I ate a donut within the last few days. I, I I've I've seen him eat donuts. Oh, that's 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 a lie. <laughs> no, it isn't. I said so. Uh, yeah, it is. I've seen him eat donuts, so I. Also, um, if. If you also go to my channel, you'll also see many songs. Like, um, one of... In another Castle Crashers episode, there's a song called Ketchup. Where I just say, Ketchup! 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 Like, a hundred times. Yes. And also, um... Also, Dad gets mad at me a lot. Well, in Blapiter episode eight, um, there's it, something very awesome there too. Is that the one with the kaleidoscope? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to publish the original footage on Alex B. Samuel. Oh no. Okay. No, no. Um, but basically, I did. You put ice cream on my computer screen. <laughs> On on the camera on my computer yeah. screen, and you just smudged it again. <laughs> okay, come on. Bye. And then Daddy got mad at me and fisted me. Fisted. Well, that's not what fisting means. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not getting it. I'm not. Ex not. I'm, Okay. What? <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. Okay. It's okay. Let, let, let's go now. Uh, yes, please. Move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so as usual, we're going to alternate topics. Yvonne's going to pick a topic. I'm going to pick a topic. Yvonne's going to pick a topic. I'm going to <laughs> anyway, we're going to alternate topics till we're sick of each other. So, do you want to go first again this time? Usually you've gone first, but every once in a while I've gone first. What do you want to do, Yvonne? Should we flip a coin? Uh, I'll let you go first. I get to go first. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I did a media thing last week. Secrets so of Dad, he hates going first. So... I did a media thing last time, so let's not do a media thing this time. Uh, but, okay. but, 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 let's still start out light. Um, they flew a helicopter on Mars. They did fly a helicopter on Mars. They actually, you know, somebody was making a joke about that they flew. Uh, some uh, some guy said that they, well, I, I was more impressed that they flew a helicopter to Mars. But then I said, he's right. I mean, they have to send the helicopter all the way to Mars. And then we flew it. Yes. Yeah, the flying part isn't hard. Now, 
here's the thing. So since there obviously is no real time connection right. between here's us and the helicopter, mm-hmm. how are they planning the flights of the helicopter, I guess, is the question. I have not read about it. I thought about it, you know, but I'm like, okay, this thing has to pretty much just decide on a path and be able to just do it on its own and then get back and then later it says, hey, I'm here. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank God you got there. Well, yeah. I mean, in the test flight they did, and I got, I gather there's another one scheduled, so they'll probably have done, done more by the time anybody listens to this episode. But the initial test flight was just go up three meters, hover for a few seconds, and then land. Right. So, and and like most of its flights are going going to basically be like, I mean, it's just like, you know, anything else. I mean, you, you set waypoints of where you want it to go. Go up, go right. sideways, go whatever. And they have to plan that out. And yes, it does have some, uh, you know, onboard processing to, you know, avoid you know, landing on a boulder or, you know, ops, it, it, you know, I mean, it doesn't, it's not like you expect it to be running into, you know, another drone or anything like that. So you, it doesn't have to be that sophisticated, but I, I presume it's got various safeties in to try to avoid like smashing into the terrain. Those are the things. And I don't think we've mapped, it's not like we've mapped the, all the Martian surface. Well, yeah, but so. they've, 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 they've got maps of the area. It's got cameras, it's got whatever. Um, and, and it does have, as I understand it, it does have some ability to avoid things on its own and react right, to, that's what I, I and react to some yeah. conditions. I mean, even more than the terrain, which I'm sure they're going to be very careful not to like give it instructions to fly into the ground or into a rock or a wall or something. Well, they, they, they would, if you worked at JPL. Oh, maybe, but, but no, but the, the, but the other kinds of things it has to deal with is like, you know, a wind gust, right. You know, just staying stable in those kinds of situations. And, you know, like there's a, there's a decent amount of technology to deal with that stuff. Now. I mean, you, you can buy commercial drones off the shelf that have really sophisticated autopilots, right? Um, I I know, but, but what are the things is that you're really like usually monitoring this, like in real time, you know, in case something happens. I mean, hell, I've seen drones that will follow you when you're running and doing mm -hmm. stuff and whatever, whatnot. So it gets pretty sophisticated, but it's just that, you know, right now, basically it's because of the way it works is you push out a command that on faith, you cross your fingers and you're saying, well, hope that worked right. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, and, oh, and and so I, sorry, there, there is an update. It actually already had its second flight. Um, I, I hadn't been paying enough attention. I've been busy at work. Imagine that. You animal. I mean, I just, you know, that's just the second flight went, uh, it flew for 52 seconds. Um, it went to a five meter altitude instead of just a three meter altitude. And it tested going to a five degree tilt in order to accelerate sideways two meters. Okay. So it's had two, it, as of now, it's had two flights. It, it may have its third before anybody listens to this show. But uh, yeah, but so, so far this thing is, uh, you know, been doing good. And look, this is intended. This is not like a major, you know, this, this little helicopter is not on its own going to do tons and tons of scientific research. The research it's doing is testing out the concept of flying the damn helicopter, you know? I mean, uh, th- those Martians are going to be pissed. We're sending them UFOs. 
Well, exactly. Uh, but look, th- there's another one already planned, uh, not for Mars, uh, but for uh, Titan. Saturn's moon Titan is also mm-hmm. going to get a helicopter uh, under very different conditions. Like, uh, you know, on, on Mars, they have to deal with much, much lower atmospheric pressure than it than on Earth. Like, it's very, very thin air. Um, and so I, I, f- I forget how fast the rotors have to turn on this thing, but like it's, it's much, much faster than a similar drone would have to do on, on earth. Um, but Titan is entirely different. It has a heavier atmosphere. It has, you know, other, the composition of the atmosphere is completely different, et cetera. But they, these are both places. What they want to do is make it so that, you, you know, they, they want to expand the types of probes you can send to other places. And look, if you can make a successful helicopter kind of thing work, you can cover more distance than you can with these rovers, you know, or more distance faster anyway. I mean, uh, some of these rovers who've been around for like eight years now have now covered a decent distance, but, um, you know, uh, you you can uh, you can do more stuff. You can do more interesting stuff, and so they're testing it out. And obviously, you know, there are challenges to doing this successfully. You've mentioned some of them with the the significant time delay, so you can't pilot anything real time. So it all has to be autonomous and given specific instructions. Um, and also, just payload challenges. Right? You have to, you know, you can that 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 sort of the the Mars rovers are like the size of a small SUV. You know, they're big, they're heavy. You can pack a lot of stuff onto them. If you're going to fly, you know, a lot, you have to be really careful about the weight and what you can put on that thing. Uh, Because they don't have, uh, this one anyway, this small one um, has, I think, I forget how much it can carry. It's tiny. It it basically, you know, it's, it's, for this test, it's basically only carrying itself, right? But if it could carry something, the amount it could carry is tiny. I've seen them talking about this same model could be scaled up for Mars a little bit and hold you know, a few pounds. And that's that's not a lot when you're talking about packing in, you know, you want a bunch of cameras and you want some other scientific instruments and blah, blah, blah. You 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 run out of your weight budget really fast. So you have to be really oh, careful. Yeah. You know, you have to figure yeah. that out. Um and so, but I mean, you know, but we're going to set them on the Enterprise, right? That's right. Yes, there should be plenty of room. You know, the one interesting uh, there, there are a couple interesting things that were brought up uh, uh, on the coverage of this um, Mars helicopter. One was, you know, they, they've called the place that it flew. Uh, like they named it something related to Kitty Hawk, which is of course where the right but yes. where the Wright yep. brothers flew their first plane. And apparently they took a small piece of that first Wright brothers plane and it's actually on that helicopter. Oh, that's cool. They like, I don't know. They glued it, taped it, whatever little, little piece of wood from the original plane or something is stuck onto this thing. And so, yeah, part of the original Wright brothers plane is now on Mars. That is quite neat. I got a bit. That's pretty cool. And, and the, the other thing that I, I saw and had to check, and I tweeted this, is someone pointed out that the world's oldest living person was actually alive when the Wright brothers flew it at Kitty Hawk and when the helicopter flew on Mars. And I had to check this. The current world's oldest person is Kane 
Tanaka. Okay. Who was born January 2nd, 1903. And the Wright brothers were December 17th, 1903. So this is indeed true. The oldest person on the planet was alive before the first flight of the Wright brothers and lived to potentially hear this on the news about the first helicopter on Mars. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, so anyway, it's, it's just, you know, every once in a while it's good to pause and, you know, look at the cool things that are happening. I mean, the rest of what was happening with the Mars Rover is cool too. I mean, it's good. It's, it's fun technology. They're doing good research, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But frankly, they've had a, they've had several of these rovers. So yeah, we've seen that before. This is new. This is another new thing happening here. And it was cool. And, 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 you know, what's Another thing that's new about this round that I don't believe we've seen on the previous Mars rovers is both with the landing of this most recent rover and with the helicopter, they've transmitted back video, right? not just still images. Um, and I guess they're, I don't know if they're improving the bandwidth or they're just uh, being more clever with what they can do, but uh, but. It's, it's pretty cool seeing the video. The video of the Mars rover landing was was really cool. Uh, the helicopter is sort of, you know, it went up, it went down. Okay, fine. It's it's more cool in concept than actually looking cool on the image, right? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, video. It, it's just like, you know, and, and it, it's I've gotten used to it now for like the rocket launches from, you know, uh, the various like uh, SpaceX launches and stuff like that. Um, there's now so much video from inside that's basically live. If they're ones with humans on board, you actually see the inside, the capsule view as it's taking off live. Um, you, you see all kinds of pictures from inside the engines and all around in different places from like dozens of different views. And, you know, even if you go back to like the space shuttle days, at least the early part of the space shuttle days, you didn't have that kind of video. You know, you had the one picture from a long way away, you know, it's, it, yep. it's all very cool. It's all very cool. There's, there's good progress being made and it's, it's uh fun to watch and, uh, there'll be more, I, I guess, since we're talking space, uh, I, the title of the show very cool. maybe, and, and, and so that's so, the title of the show. Since we're talking space, um, the other thing that happened this last week, I think, was that NASA announced that SpaceX would indeed get the contract for the next moon landing. They did? I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Um, let me make sure I didn't imagine it. Let me dig this up. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see that. Okay, but, but I mean, I, 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 I mean, I could trust you, but I... I, I... I'm like, wow, I didn't, I didn't see it. I well, mean, you know, know, honestly, I've been so busy at work lately. I saw, you know, I I saw things but didn't click through the headlines. So here, here is the article from CBS News. SpaceX wins $2.9 billion contract to build Moonlander for NASA's Artemis program. Well, that sounds cool. After evaluating three commercial designs for new Artemis Moonlanders, NASA on Friday awarded a single $2.9 billion contract to SpaceX, rejecting more expensive proposals from a team led by Blue Origin and another led by Dynetics. 
few details immediately available. The contract will cover one unpiloted test flight from lunar orbit down to the surface and back again, and one piloted flight carrying two astronauts launched to the moon in a Lockheed Martin Orion capsule atop NASA's Space Launch System heavy lift rocket. So to be specific, there it's not that SpaceX is going to use that little rocket that they keep showing blowing up when it lands. <sighs> Um, not that one, n- not that one. Good. And I shouldn't say little, ah. it's actually a fairly large Good. rocket, pretty big. but Good. you know, it, it, the, their thing so far is it goes up, it comes down, it blows up. I mean, that's happened yeah. several times now. That's pretty predictable that, but the blowing up. Part, yeah. Yes. And you know, it's part of the process. They're working out the kinks, but no, it's not that that rocket is going to do NASA's going to use their other rocket, but SpaceX got the contract for the lander. Well, it sounds very cool. So fun space stuff happening. Um, well, I, I, I will admit that I, I drove, I, I visited the Kennedy Space Center, uh, Visitor Center, not, uh, not too long ago. And uh, by the way, I made a wrong turn and um, uh, uh, security was uh, uh, not very happy with me. I don't think I mentioned that. Did they shoot you? Uh, they didn't, but uh, they were, uh, they were, uh, they were friendly. Okay. Um, so, um, so yeah, so, so anyway, uh, after, you know, but before that I, I did see, uh, well, I saw the big facilities, both for SpaceX and uh, uh, Blue Origin, like right there. I was like, oh, look at that. I, uh, you know, just, I, I thought that was, uh, that was cool to see those facilities. I, I, I didn't realize because I see all this stuff for, uh, SpaceX happening in Texas and whatever, but they, obviously they launch a lot of rockets here, so they had a very big facility there. So I saw those. So, uh, so yeah, I did see that. There you go. I did not see a rocket launch that day. I saw a space shuttle, the one they have there. Uh, the one they have, sort of, you know, yeah, now grounded, available for people to walk around and look at, kind of thing. It is quite, yeah, it it it, it is quite cool. They they, they have uh, because we've seen. Uh, I've seen ones in other places. This one uh, has the uh, actual uh, bay doors open. Which uh, one is at, it? Uh, Atlantis. Atlantis. Right? Yes, yeah, Atlantis. Yes. Yeah, because I've seen Discovery at the uh, Smithsonian, but it's 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 closed up. It the 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 what they have set up at uh, Kennedy Space Center is the best exhibit that I've seen of any of the shuttle exhibits. And I'm I, I've seen, I think I've seen them. Well, let's see. I, I saw Enterprise and Discovery, and so now Atlantis. Uh, I'm missing the one that's out in L.A. Okay. Uh, oh, what the hell? I think that's Endeavor. Okay. Yep. Right. And I saw the, the in, in Seattle, they had the full flu, flu, no, flu, the flight, the full fuselage trainer. Yes. Yes. That. So I saw that one. So the only one I'm missing is, uh, is, is that one out in California. And I, I, I think I might go see that this summer. Okay. Just to round out the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And of course you can't go see the ones that, you know, blew up, blew up. Yeah. Well, they may have them somewhere, but I don't think there's an exhibit for it. Although yeah. it would be interesting to see an exhibit of them, of the wreckage. wreckage. I mean, yeah. I mean, that would be, I mean, I mean, it's sad, but it's part of the historical record. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that sucks, but you no, know, but anyway, I mean, I, I mean, you, you talk about, about seeing that, you know, I, I don't know you, I mean, I saw, you see, I think most people maybe may have been watching or or very close to saw when the Challenger blew up. Yeah, but 
I happened to have the TV on when Columbia, mm. when 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 the Columbia incident happened, and they were actually like covering it live, right? And if I remember, it was my birthday or very close to it when that happened. Okay, now we're now we're gonna have to check that. It, yeah, uh, pretty sure. And I was in Argentina. Okay. February 1st, 2003. Right. Okay. I was, okay. I was, yeah, exactly. I said very close. So yeah, one day before my birthday. So I, I knew it was around there. And, um, and I just happened, I was in a hotel in Argentina and, uh, I was, uh, I don't know. I was bored. I was a little bit uh, flipping through the channels and I, I, I had that on and I, I'm like, all of a sudden it happened live. And I was just, um, is this really happening? It was just, uh, that was very distressing. Yeah. I think with, um, with challenger, I remember I was homesick, but I don't think I was watching it live at the moment it happened, but I was watching coverage very soon thereafter as you know, the alerts came in and blah, blah, blah. They, people switched to live coverage, et cetera. We were not watching that. We were at school, uh, but we were not watching the launch live, but we actually had our school. We had TVs in the classroom and they actually flipped on the TV. So we saw what happened, uh, the coverage afterwards. So, yeah. But, uh, and, and I think most people, when you, when you hear people talking about it, at least people our age, most people's experience was at school. Um, I happened to be homesick, but I still didn't see it live, but yeah. anyway, at least I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I came in on the coverage afterwards, but anyway, enough about space, Yvonne, unless you're going to tell us that you've bought a seat on the next SpaceX flight yourself. Let's move on from space. And yes, of course. And I, I didn't tell you about that. No, no, no. I, I, you know, that's that, that's uh, all that uh, Patreon money from Convergence <laughs> Corner and the money that we're getting from your son. Like that's, the, that's, that's right. For, 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 for promotional money so yeah there you go yeah but what's going to happen is dad's gonna forget to take my money and i'll get to keep it or i'll have to quickly spend it before he can take it one of the two well now now you've promised it to yvonne so yeah i i I want it i'm not gonna forget about this (laughs) okay so what is your first topic yvonne what is my first topic? Okay. Or, or do you want to keep it on the light and frothy or we want to, it's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, so, um, okay. I, 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 okay. So I don't know how long this topic is, but uh, okay. This is a, okay. So I was reading something on the internet about, uh, amphibious, there's a there's a i was reading up this website about vehicles okay Uh, okay, i I, I read i read this i i i will say i i read a lot of stuff about cars okay all the time yes and you know although jalopnik is not as good as it used to be they they do some articles and some stuff and whatever so there's a guy over there is that how you say it jalopnik like which makes sense because it comes off jalopy but yes, you know, yes. I, I I admit having never heard it said out loud. I always like whenever I see the word, I'm thinking like Jalo Pink or something. Ah, it's Jalopnik. It's definitely Jalopnik. Okay. There's a lot of people that are uh, consequential YouTubers now on the auto automotive YouTubers that 
came out of working at this publication. This publication is pretty significant. A lot of people there right now, they're not, it, it's lost a lot of its luster. It was part of the Gawker thing, the buyout, whatever, and a Gizmodo, that group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, so, but, but I, I think they still put put out some, some decent content. So anyway, so a guy today, and you know, they put out stuff They you know, for example, they shared something about earlier. I, I'm pretty sure they shared it. It was, uh, a consumer reports article where they showed, yeah, they, they showed a consumer reports article where they, where they showed, for example, how the Tesla model three, basically how you could just activate autopilot, just climb out of the driver's seat and the car still drives, which of course, last week, last week, there was an incident where a Tesla was destroyed, like, and everybody in it died. Uh, with exactly that situation, there was nobody in the driver's seat. There was somebody in the back seat and someone in the passenger seat. But there appears to be, you know, the the the, the rescuer said, "Look, as far as any evidence that we've got here, nobody was in this driver's seat." Yeah. Okay. When the accident happened, I, I still find it very bizarre. I mean that because the, the you know they said that the owner of the vehicle was a fifty eight year old doctor, and I'm like, what the fuck are these people doing? I mean, what what is this? But but anyway, I I, I digress. So 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 okay. So this is some of the stuff that comes out of Jalopnik. So one of the things is there was a guy there that's an amphibious vehicle aficionado, and there was a guy who maintained a website that was about amphibious vehicles. Okay, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the so uh, apparently there was there was a guy was dedicated to maintaining this website over a long time. And there had been some mentions on the website in its in, in the final times that the website uh had been out there where uh it, it, it that the guy would have been in poor health and he had to sell a vehicle and so forth. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, less than two years in less than two years, if you go to the website, it turns up as what is it that it turns up as? Let's just say uh, it's a porn site now. Oh no, no, I, I, MILF hand job site. It's okay. a MILF. It's that's what it, it it's it's the, the the title of of it is. It, it uh, and I mean and so the guy is like, what the fuck? Why am I going to my amphibious vehicle website? And it, it's like, why why is all this porn showing up? Mm-hmm. it's it's okay and he's like super confused and so he actually goes i looked at the url retyped it over and over very carefully and he went letter by letter and yeah it, it, it's 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 just all of a sudden just all porn uh so so, so well and pres- presumably this guy well you you tell me you read the article he looked into what happened right okay so yeah, so he he dove into what happened. That's the reason why it was interesting. He was diving into what happened. He's like wondering what the hell happened. And it seemed like at some point the guy who owned the domain let it lapse. Okay, and it seems like some some cyber squatters decided to just take it over. Uh, the moment that they saw that it lapsed, immediately just snapped it up. And apparently, it's a common practice, I guess, mm-hmm. for domains like this that they just. You know they will they they will they will go and they will they will cyber squat them in large part because what they believe is going to happen is the moment that they do it is that the original owner that let it lapse will go and offer them a ton of money to get it back, right? And so that's what it seems to to do that. And I guess that one of the things in order to do it is 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 to to just populate it with a ton of just 
crazy porn in order to do that. The funny thing is because he's looking at it and it's like, so the, the, the site is milfhandjob.com. And so he's like going, he, he went at that and, and he said, you know, he figured out after investigating whatever that it is cyber squatting in that way because that URL actually is available. Mm-hmm. So why in God's name would you go and turn amphibiousvehicle.net into this? Yeah. The only expo- possible explanation is just cyber squatting and uh, as well as some other phishing and some other stuff or whatever. Um, and apparently there's he found that the whoever it was, it's just these people are just dedicated to just doing that. They're they're just cyber squatters. They're out there doing phishing. They're doing this. They're looking for anybody with a domain that's like interesting in some way. Yeah. And they're monitoring and they're watching if oh somebody little laps oh they're pouncing boom taking it over and just you know and then you want it back oh oh well but but you know we're getting business oh well then you need to pay us money. Set your domains to auto renew, people. At least anything you're actually using. Yeah. So I didn't realize that was a practice. I mean, I, I you know, yeah, I didn't realize that was a practice. No, I, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard of this before. Um, now, I, I, I presume the guy was you know, older and in, and not in great health, and he he can't afford to bring it back, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to. That may be why. I mean, because he actually tried to. There was a whole bunch of contact information for the gentleman that used to run the site, and he tried to reach like him through any of the contact information, and he couldn't get through. And every email or anything he sent bounced. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So that was. So that was. Uh, so I just thought that that's kind of interesting. That kind of practice. I mean, the other scam. You know, talking about scams is the other scam that I that I uncovered this week is that I. I was looking at some of my work email and I got this, uh, I get this, 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 this thing for like an invitation to a CEO summit, Miami CEO summit, uh-huh. very official. It, it, the title's very official looking. Okay. And it's this person that basically says, Oh, hello. I'm so and so forth from the CEO summit. And Hey, we're looking for people to, participate in our in our next uh, event blah 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 uh is it this person called Shelly K Smith okay and so and so um and I was like the thing is that I'm looking at the email and the disclaimers at the bottom have a whole bunch of misspellings <laughs> and so forth uh-huh and I'm just like this this doesn't look right, okay? You know, there's got to be something. This this is fishy. This email, okay? It just looks wrong, okay? So I go instead of like clicking on anything that was there, I went and I did a search of the website. You know, the, I looked, typed the the, the the domain to see. I get to this page and I get to this the CEO Summit page, and it just it looks too good to be true. I mean, this was like supposedly Miami CEO Summit, right? And when you look at the page, it's just like, holy shit, really? All these people are are participating? I mean, Steve Wozniak? Uh, what? All these people? What? It's it's just, you look at it and you're like, uh, it, 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 it's amazing, you know, all these participants, okay? Uh-huh. And then, but, but then, it, 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 look, 
the pages, I, I go and I went into the internet Wayback Machine, and I am like, okay, how long has this website existed? Okay? So I go in and take a wild guess. Less than a week. Oh, yeah. Like a couple, maybe 90 days. Okay. More than a week, but not very long. Yeah, not very long. And, and, and then I found that I guess LinkedIn caught on to the fact that the, the person, this uh, Sherry K. Smith, whatever, that's, that sends these official emails also created a fake LinkedIn uh, profile. Uh-huh. And so they caught on to that. They had blocked the profile. Uh, but, 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 but somebody had this, you know, the thing is that this scam, it's been going on for years. And so they just keep creating new websites called CFO summit, CEO summit. And then, you know, they populate it with like stock images from all over the internet, showing all these people at these events and all these incredible people and all these, wow, look at all these participants, whatever. And it's all just a completely fabricated pages for completely fake events to just get people to just click and scam and just do and just, uh, you know, they, I guess they just go through, they, they cruise through LinkedIn, they find contacts of, of executives and they, they, they will send them, they create this web, fake webpage to just go and, and just, uh, milk them for something. Yeah. So that was like, you know, my other internet scam that I saw this week. It's just look, it, you don't have to go far to find internet scams. <laughs> you know? No, I, I know, but it's like so elaborate. You know, this is not the first time anybody did one of these. I mean, they create a fake LinkedIn profile, like a fake website, you know, all these emails, all of this official looking stuff. It's just, I, I, I'm just, you know, I, I mean, it's a freaking complete industry. I, I was, uh, there was this guy on YouTube who from the UK that basically was uh, uh, he was he, he had been trolling and attacking the people that call you like uh, on the phone that are those, the guys from from Microsoft uh, Windows support. Oh, your computer's bad. We need to log in to fix it. That kind of y- stuff. Yes. Yes. That basically prey on like old, you know, people that don't know any better. Right. It just fleece them for money. Uh, and then put like loggers on their computers in order to just freaking like, you know, just steal all their information. And so I mean, there's man, there's a lot of scams out there. Holy shit. Good Lord. I mean, so, I mean, I, I recently, Sam was saying that he barely reads his email. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is his personal email because it gets bombarded by some stuff. I, 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 I gotta admit that I have the junk filtering, you know, pretty, pretty intense in order for whatever, messages are in my inbox or for the most part relevant. Well, I, I, I want, I, I want to be clear. Like I've got junk filters going too, and I'm not even talking about scanning through the junk mail, which I do occasionally. I'm just saying that out of what I actually get at my personal account, 95, 99% is stuff from businesses. Even when it's, it's not like spam, even if it's like actual businesses Oh, that's not like a direct communication. It's not a community. It's not like it's not like me saying, "Hey." It's not person to person communication. Okay. I, I will say that I I I will say today I got person to person communication. I got one, two, three, four, but they were like, but they were business related of some sort. It's not like me saying, "Hi, Sam," which I can do over text. Yeah, it's like uh, I had an interaction with somebody that I'm doing some some financial stuff. I had a. I had a message from my property manager. Uh, actually, I had some emails that were trading with uh, Manu's school. 
Yeah. Like, and I think I'm, last time we talked about this, I mentioned like the only real person to person email I have right now is with my son's teachers. That's it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So this counts. So I had, I had interactions with three different people, person to person today on my personal email. Okay. okay. So three and what, three different people one day. So, but here's the one thing, you know what I'm talking about? The one thing about how email is, it's just, look, the amount of junk email that comes into my inbox. Look, if I didn't have the filters, it's just insane. Oh yeah. I mean, it is just, holy shit. I mean, it's, it's, it's a barrage, man. I mean, holy smokes. I mean, it's like, I mean, it starts off at 1.21 a.m. I'm counting through here. There's got to be over 100 junk messages in here. Yeah. It's just, I, and I, mean, I think I get even more insane. than that, but yeah, they're there right now. I have, you know, I have the junk mail filter and then I have a bunch of rules to like filter out certain things. Like any place I know I have a commercial relationship with goes just to a separate folder for that. I have a separate folder for notifications. I, I have, I, I have several categories like that, like mailing lists I'm on. Um, and they all go into their old folder their own folders theoretically leaving only actual human beings I interact with to go to my main mailbox. But there's enough junk that makes it through oh. the junk filters that I still have. Like I'm looking in my main mailbox, which like I said, filters out all of that other stuff. The, the most recent message there is spam. The one after that is from one of my son's teachers, then spam, then a message that I copied myself on, then three spams, then two messages I copied myself on, then a whole a whole bunch of spam and something from Discover Card, which for some reason didn't go into my folder for that. Something else from uh, my son's school, um, more spam. It's just it's still mostly spam, even after all my filters. It, it's brutal. I mean, it's 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 brutal. I mean, what I, I, my point is that I, I agree. It, it's freaking brutal. I mean, the volume of like shit that we're just being sent in one day, it's just, it's just nothing short of stunning. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, and, and I, and I still, I mean, I'm a little bit bewildered by businesses and why the hell they, um, they send so much. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, man, I mean, the response rates to this has to be so infinitesimal. Right. But I guess it's free. That's what they look well, at. They it's, keep thinking yeah. it's, I mean, it still like, takes some infrastructure to actually send it volume. But but but, but still, it's it's relatively cheap. It's and, relatively cheap compared to like sending something in the mail. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's trivially cheap compared to that. But uh, but it, here's the thing: you do know that that printed mail stuff, yeah, still has a much higher response rate than anything that you sent by fucking. Well. Not not surprised, uh, you know, on a per unit basis that that would be true. On a per dollar basis, it's not necessarily true. Although it might be for certain areas. No, no, no. On a but no, no, no. On a per dollar basis, on both. There, there, there have been multiple companies that have experimented with going just completely digital. Yeah. And and not doing the actual physical mailings. Right. And they Lose. they did the cost that yeah they said no oh, it's stupid it's like the the roi that we get from sending the stupid fucking physical mailers 
promotions versus the, the versus you know email or electronic is just a lot better. And, and look, I I will fully admit, like the junk, the physical junk mail, I don't look at any of that either. But I probably see it slightly more than the email junk mail. The, you see it? I, yes. Now you do. I, you now personally, I still it's don't inevitable. respond to any of them. But I, you know, I. If you send me a, a bright red envelope with a flashy design on it, I will spend a few seconds looking at it, and your spam goes right into a folder that I never look at. Well, I love these like Costco mailers that we get the the, the mail. I actually those I read from every time I get one. I read from from top to bottom. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I have one here on my my thing. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. They, you must be like their favorite customer in the universe. You actually like take junk yes. mail that you receive yes. and you read it cover to cover. <laughs> yes, I do. So I mean, Costco sends every every once in a while. Hey, these new products are in this stuff. Whatever, check out what the hell we're offering, right? And so they send the little thing, and it's this little folding, like little like uh, pamphlet catalog thingy okay it, you know it's got colors and it shows you what the do stuff that came in it's on sale or whatever and I, I gotta admit that i always read it from cover to cover now do you rush out and buy the stuff there may be some stuff in there that i do but i i i am not much of an impulse buyer but i always scan it to see if there's something interesting and on occasion i'm like oh look they have this maybe i'll go get that but it's it, but I gotta say that I'm more interested in just looking through it. I mean, I go to Costco all the time. I, I like the store, mm. and so you know, maybe sometimes. Oh look, uh, I, I mean, I like uh, Pellegrino sparkling water. I'm like, oh look, they have a sale on it. Great, good time to go. Oh, it's until such and such. Okay, so great. Let me go pick up some now or something. Okay. I, I guess good for you. I, I like I I can't honestly remember the last time I've spent more than a fraction of a second looking at anything like that that came in the physical mail or certainly not the email. Okay, I I I gotta admit that I do spend uh, a good chunk of time uh, reading the the actual like physical mail. There are other things I I'm reading. As a matter of fact, let me see. I got some stuff right here that I I haven't like still uh gotten rid of. Uh, so I had some uh some stuff from the bank or whatever. Uh, I did have look. I have here one that I opened that was like related to our uh some promotion for somebody trying to to get me to change uh, insurance carriers uh for our condo uh -huh. association. So I read that. I got one here from American Airlines, and you know I. I mean, I haven't blown much, but but there was some kind of like, um, oh, I did read this. I think I did scan it. I, I, I use their credit card. And even though I, I don't think I, I, I don't think I, I've normally not carried a balance on this credit card. They did put a thing on there that uh, for the next seven months that if I did carry a balance, they would charge like zero percent interest. OK, so I did. I did read this. I thought it was interesting. So I I. I I, I did that, you know, I, I did read that. Uh, let me see. Where's my Costco thingy? And it's just, I like it. It's got these pictures of all these cool products and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy a new couch or something, you know, from Costco. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. 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 
So I do. Okay, I, come I, come I do back read, to the microphone. So do, you can I, I, you can so, stop yeah, so, looking so, through your so mail. So I do read this. Uh, yeah, sorry, I I, I I turned the microphone the wrong way. So I, I I do read this stuff. I mean, I will admit that I do read. I read the mail. Yeah. I I I I I, I kind of still like reading the mail. Some of it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it. I look. I gotta admit, I will filter through most of it. Like eighty percent goes straight into the garbage. No, longtime listeners will remember that a few years back, and I, I don't know, it's been like five or six years now, maybe longer. Um, we are so bad at reading the mail. One day I was at work, <laughs> and my wife calls me up and says, "Have you seen this letter from the IRS?" Okay, and it had been sitting on our desk a long time. I don't know how long, but well, and you mean in the mailbox? Well, no, we probably actually had brought it in. Oh from no, the you had pulled it up from the mailbox, but you had oh, you had read it. Yeah, like look, we're bad at getting it from the mailbox too. I'm trying hard at this point to remember at least once a week to check the mail, but sometimes. You know, it goes long enough that the mailbox fills up and the mail people get sick of, sick of us and they take all the stuff all they take all the stuff back to the post office and leave a little note and we have to go to the post office to pick it up because we haven't checked the actual physical mailbox in like a month. Okay. This happens to us several times a year. Okay. Um, but this time, this was like again years ago, she's like, Have you seen this note from the IRS? And apparently this note had been sent. I don't know, months previously, but she opened it up. It said we owed a huge additional balance. And oh, by the way, the deadline to appeal is a specific date. And if you miss that date, it's too late to appeal. You have to pay this. And this was something that was clearly a miscalculation. Like they, this was a five figure. You have to pay this tax bill. Okay. And, we recognized immediately when looking at this that, oh, okay, they are miscounting this this part of my income and blah, 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 and this, something got double counted, and this should be easily fixable, right? Um, we just have to send in the appropriate documentation, and no, we don't actually owe anything, okay? Um, but the deadline was that day. <laughs> <laughs> We had to, so I, I was at work. Luckily it was still morning. Um, but I was at work. I immediately stopped doing work and we got, we were going back and forth on the phone, finding documentation, scanning it, sending it. Cause this, it was too late to mail anything back to the IRS, but you could fax it to them. There you go. So we ended up scrambling all day, collecting the right documentation, putting something together and faxing it to the IRS with minutes to spare at the end of the day when this note about this had been sitting unlooked at, unopened, unread for probably months. And we were lucky. We were very lucky that we looked at it that day as opposed to like the next day. Look, I, I, I have uh, had the, uh, because of business and other things, I have had the displeasure of having to deal with the IRS uh -huh. for a long time. And so, yeah, their they're, they're, uh, uh, envelopes and font uh, are very distinctive. <laughs> 
Well, that helps if you actually if you actually look at it at all. We just throw it. You know, there's this huge pile of unlooked at mail. I mean, damn it. No, but, but, but what I'm saying is that when I've gotten a pile of mail, I know we should be able to recognize. No, but but it's not this. I, I, it's not just that that when I get a pile of mail and there is a fucking letter from the IRS, <laughs> I know there's a goddamn letter from the IRS. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, and I'm like, ah. Oh, fuck now what yeah you know what are these people now what what do they want i'm like you know because it's never any good news i'm not getting fucking good news from the irs okay Uh yeah you know there are all these people getting stimulus checks or whatever the hell no i'm not getting any of that shit okay all right you know i i I, actually i might no 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 no. it doesn't matter like whatever right no no there, there is i'm not getting any of that crap okay um and so I know that whatever they're mailing me is going to be bad news. Right. I mean, I still remember the worst one like that that I got, but I obviously I read it immediately when I got it. They did some miscalculation of like stock options, you know, like mm-hmm, 13 mm-hmm. years ago. Okay. The amount that they claimed I owed was fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars. It was just insane. Mm-hmm. It was it was just I mean, I I fucking get a letter from the basically saying I owe somewhere in the mid, you know, you know, somewhere in the, not a hundred thousand, but somewhere between, you know, around fifty grand plus minus something, whatever. I, I think the letter I was just talking about was around the twenty thousand dollar range. I mean, so these guys wanted like fifty grand, and, or and some in fact, and just to be clear, about. in my case, I actually owed them nothing, but. <laughs> I owe them nothing as well, yeah. uh, it, but it, but but you know, look, I mean, I, I you get this letter, and I'm just like, oh, what the, yeah, fuck? yeah, yeah. what? It, it, and I'm like, you know, look, it's not easy to deal with the IRS. Okay, they are not they 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 are not flexible, friendly, helpful <laughs> that, customer. That's not their reputation. No, 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 they're it's not. At all. And so, therefore, you know, it's a pain in my ass. And so, yeah, I mean, when I see a fucking envelope from the IRS, all I think is like, ah, shit. They're not, they're not sending me something. It's, it's not a Costco mailer. I'm going to tell you <laughs> You'd that much right rather now. read the Costco mailer. I would rather get a fucking, like, daily Costco mailer than have, <laughs> a, than have any, a one letter from the IRS ever again. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 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 Enough of this. All right. Let's take Enough a break. This. Let's take a break. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, l- l- let's just take a break. We will be back after this with two other topics that, I, and I don't know, will they be more, more of this kind of stuff or will there be something actually newsy? I don't know. Anyway, we'll find out in a minute. We'll be back right after this super exciting message. Wait, what super exciting message? Wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, what? What super exciting message? I don't know. I pick that later. Okay. And and if we accept your two hundred dollars and and then we'll you, you said that you would sponsor, so this would be a break from you. Okay. But you okay. but you you'll have to record that and put it together later, okay. not right now. Okay. Um, um. Not right now. Hello. You can do it when I, I edit later. I sponsored this podcast. Um. I, I come do it later, so I can because I it's late. I I got work tomorrow. Do do do. This podcast is sponsored by AlexMzilla.com. 
Alex Emsla is great. It's on YouTube. And it has lots of fun videos. And we have one of our most loyal subscribers here to tell you how awesome Alex Emsla is. I think... Here's what you say. Alex Emsla is awesome. I love his videos. And it's obviously better than Brooklyn's Corner. <laughs> Alex Emsla is awesome and great. I love his videos, and they are obviously better than Curmudgeon's Corner. Why are they better? Well, they're funnier. They're more interesting. And frankly, he seems at least a little smarter than either of the hosts of Curmudgeon's Corner. You mean the host or co-host? Yes. <laughs> what makes it super duper duper? Everything. The thumbnails, the editing, the filming, the creativity. Honestly, it's ridiculous how endlessly talented and phenomenal Alex Emsola is. So that's what Amy said. Also, Amy wrote a short book about me. Unfortunately, you can't read it yourself. But... Emu will give you the quick summary of the book she calls Alex. Look, long story short, he makes a YouTube channel, he makes videos, and the YouTube creators, the big bosses, they bring him in and they give him a huge award. Okay? That's how great his YouTube channel is. Well, that seems... His channel is phenomenal, <laughs> no matter what he says. You mean them, right? Sure. And also, a shorter version of this break will be present in future podcasts. And it's Alex Emzilla. A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A dot com. Yes. Remember the M. Because there are lots of other people called Alex Zella without the M into space instead. Those are all fake. Well, they probably aren't fake. But they, they aren't me, okay? I mean, I mean Alex Emsla. I've never heard of him. Um, I mean, uh, I, uh, he's, he's great. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> do, do, do! Okay, we are back, and uh, yeah, I guess it's my turn to pick again, isn't it? Uh -huh. Yes, it is. I, I hate picking these days. I don't know. I, I it's, know. it's like, I'm looking at this, and um, yeah, I, I, I'm not super excited. I mean, obviously, look, I, I'll pick something in a second, but I'll say we, we had the um, uh, Chauvin, or however you say his name, is guilty. We had uh, some yeah. information about, you know, Officer Sicknick's autopsy. There's been news about Navalny. There's been, you know, there's been stuff going on with Iran and Israel and Russia and Ukraine and Afghanistan and Northern Ireland and Russia and blah, blah, blah. You know, there's all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I just don't feel like it. You, you can pick one of those if you want for your last one. Uh, but I'm going to go with video games. No, I'm going. Alex Emsla on YouTube. No. Samuel 
No, I am going with new Apple stuff. Oh, yeah. You're going with the new Apple stuff? Okay. All right. New Apple stuff. Okay, here we go. And and look, the, here's the thing. And, and, you know, I know it's surprising when I pick the new Apple stuff because we never talk about this stuff on the show anymore. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we talked a little bit. Well, every once in a while. But, you know, our, well, our, funda- but okay. our fundamental thing is, like, there's nothing really super exciting. And, um, you know, I'm looking at uh, a summary right now. Okay, we've got... Um, a new iteration of the Apple TV, which has a new remote. Uh, we have new IMAX. Uh, well, yeah, we have new IMAX. That was like a big thing. And I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we've got the new, uh, like Apple's answer to the tile, the air tags. Air tags. Um, was that it? Was there more? Um, I thought there was more. Uh, wasn't there something about the iPads? Well, did, did I forget to say iPads? Yeah, there's there's, yeah, there's some kind iPad. of iPad upgrade too. Uh, yeah. The new new iPad Pros as well. M1 iPad Pro. Yeah. Okay. And that that's pretty much it, right? And I understand. Like th- those are exciting. Like I personally, I've mentioned on the show before. Oh, there's a purple iPhone 12. Uh, and a purple iPhone 12. Yes. Um, but I've I've mentioned on this show before my computer is getting up there. It's getting slow. I'm having all kinds of frustrations with uh, it, it, it having issues of one sort or another. I'm just checking um, checking my about this Mac. Let's see, when was it exactly? It is a late 2015 iMac. Okay. Okay. So five and a half years old, about. So getting there, mm-hmm. about five and a half years. Um and so yeah, I'm I'm in the market for a new iMac, and I had decided before to okay. Uh, last year was officially my year. We got Alex one instead. Um, this year is now definitely going to be my year. At least that's the plan um, to to upgrade my computer. Um, and I wanted to hold out for the M1 iMacs, and boom, they released an M1 iMac. It looks kind of cool. Yes, it does. But. They only released the smaller screen size, you know, because well, they released the midsize screen size, well, which true. we did they, they, before, they bumped, right? they bumped up like it used to be the two sizes were 21 inch and 27 inch. Right. And right. I think this new one's what is it? 24? 24. 24. Yep. Yeah. But what if someone had a small room exactly the size for a 21, but not a 24. So they can't get the new ones because the new ones are 24 instead of 21. Yes. What happens then? <laughs> oh. The worlds collide. Yeah, so they they had it was 21 in a fraction. They had 21 in a fraction and 27 inch. Now they've got a 24 inch to replace. It was 21 and a half, right? And and now they've got a 24 to replace the 21. The rumors I've seen have been when they do replace the 27 inch, they might be replacing it with a 30 inch. But they have two sizes. They have two sizes, and they only refreshed the smaller size. And you know, I know this sounds like you know complete like you know first world problem kinds of things. But you know, I've it, I've it, it is a I know it, 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 I've upgraded. A, I I upgraded from the smaller size to the larger size of iMac like many many years ago, and like I just don't see like no you're not yeah, you're not going back yeah you're not downsizing the Mac no yeah like you're not I, doing it. If I went to a smaller screen than the one I have now, 
that computer could be amazing in every other way, and I would be frustrated by the screen size. I, I see. You know? So I'm like, so my reaction to this was like, oh, they didn't release the one I wanted. <laughs> you know? Um, but I'm sure it's coming soon. It, it it does look cool. It's in it's in multiple colors again. Uh, the first time the iMac is in in multiple colors in in what like almost twenty years, right? Yes, it, yeah. It's but because yeah, I, I mean, I think we had the the color iMacs uh in, in like the 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 nineties. Yeah, and then you know in the early two thousands, I mean, we went to this much simpler color scheme. Where, I mean, Steve just basically dispensed with almost all the other colors, like mm-hmm. any of the equipment. And so, you know, we went with the steel gray, with the black, you know, the, the, you know, th- this kind of stuff. I, I mean, for, for a while, it was, it was differentiate. It was the thing that differentiated Apple, right? Because they, right. they couldn't differentiate on performance because they were behind. Right. And so instead, they're like, hey, we're the cool looking colored computers, right? Right. And, and they had the whole rainbow and all this kind of stuff. And. Uh, I did notice. I I I I I I had a little tear in my eye. I noticed in one of the promos for the new iMacs that come in rainbow colors, they used the old Apple logo with the rainbow on it. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a cool logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, and we show our age by even mentioning that, but. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, uh, cool new new M1 iMacs. Um, you know, people suggested on our Commudgeons Corner Slack I could get like a Mac Mini or something, and uh, I I probably could. But you know, no, I, I I like the iMac. I want another iMac. It's, it's you know, and they they do look cool. I just want a bigger size. What about the Pro? You should go Pro. <sighs> I mean, come on. What what is it like? Ten grand? Fifteen grand? <laughs> Uh, they, they get up there really fast. And I, I, you know, we, and come I, on, we could, we could build a kick-ass, you know, Mac pro, uh-huh. uh, you know, I, I, I went, I, I was egging Sam on to refinance his house. We, hell, we could just, Hey, we could just roll it into the refi. I mean, we'll freaking, we'll, you know, we'll I, 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 I just, I closed on a refine. I closed on a refinance like in December or something. I don't want to think about it again. Oh, you, oh, you did. Oh, I, I didn't realize you did do the refi last year. I didn't realize. I did. I did yes. Okay. All right. We closed fine. it near the end of the year. Fine. 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 <laughs> you know, but anyway, anyway. Yeah. So the new IMAX are cool. They look great. I, I'm, I'm eager to see reviews once people have them hands on and stuff, but I assume they're going to be great. Um, but I want the one with the bigger screen. No, I, I, I gotta agree that uh, if I do want to get a new iMac, I mean, which I have an iMac myself and I, I, I love my iMac. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I definitely, I've looked at the Mac mini options and then I keep thinking, well, you know, I, I mean, I have a second screen for my, for my iMac. It's nowhere nearly as good as the main screen. Right. I, it's just not, and and, and so I'm. Just you you like, just didn't spend enough money, Yvonne. Yeah. I, I actually bought an exp- decently expensive 4K screen, but it's just. Yeah, yeah. It's the, I, I I guess I really didn't spend as much money as I need. To. There you go. I mean, so uh, uh, but it's just it's just that Apple screen is just a lot better, and so I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to get some 
shitty other screen. I mean, I like this. This this, this works very well. So yeah, no, I you know I want to. I, I want I want to. I'm gonna wait for the bigger one, and I probably will get it when that comes out. And at the same time, I'm I I, I for a while I had two external monitors to attach to my iMac. So I had like the three and I really loved that. I moved one of those monitors into the other room to use as like a television monitor. The bad room. It was the bad room. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why aren't you more specific on these things? Dude. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm back down to two here and I kind of miss having the third, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I want to, yeah, I'll do I, I want to upgrade. There's several things I want to upgrade, and the monitor is not the next on the list. Like, I have to upgrade the Mac itself. I want to go back to having two monitors attached to it instead of one. And I've also talked about this on the show before. I want to upgrade the desk that I'm sitting at as well. Um, and and that so... desk has been there forever! And, and so, you know, I want to do all those things, but, you know, and I was just disappointed Apple didn't release the one I wanted. But I feel confident that Apple will release the one I want later this year, and but I just have to wait. Um, and meanwhile, like the the Apple TV, the one thing I will say about that, the Apple TV itself, I don't know that there's all that much in the upgrade that I would do, but the new remote, which they will sell separately, I might invest in one of those because you know it actually has physical buttons again instead of the little touch screen. Um, and I, I might like that now to be honest though, when I control my Apple TVs, I almost always use my phone at this point. I almost never use the actual physical device that came with the thing because frankly, most of the time it's, they're, they're small, they're little, they, I put them down somewhere and I don't know where they are. And my phone is always with me. So I use the phone because there's a remote app built into the iOS and Boom, you control your... So I, I, I will say that I have... Okay, so I use multiple remotes to control my Apple TVs. And I have an old... I have an, a previous generation Apple TV before the remote with the little trackpad-y thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were better. Uh, and, well, I I don't know. I, I, I am debating about that. I like them better because, well, here's the thing. There are certain advantages and there are certain advantages to having the little flat panel and there are certain advantages to the button. Okay. Yeah. I I think that, you know, sometimes I, I, I use certain like, uh, like things on the screen where you want to scroll like through where, um, I don't know. Sometimes to like swipe and do certain things, the, 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 I, I like the, the, the pad better, but, for sometimes for selection, yeah, having the button is better. With most of my TVs, I actually have the option to do it both ways. Right. Because I have a universal remote that controls like my main system in like my living room. And that has a remote that actually controls the Apple TV. The the, the integrated remote, you don't need to use the Apple TV yeah, remote. Yeah. And that one has a button physical like that, and it works with the Apple TV, so it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, Manu actually likes the one with the pad more than he likes that one with a button. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and, and so I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little bit on the, the fence about the whole remote thing. I, I, I can see, I will say this, that it does have, um, dedicate power button. Mm-hmm. And one thing that is not obvious on this is the power button. 
because there is, you can power on because you can't power on and off your entire system and TV with just using one button on the current remote. But it's not very evident unless you know how that works. How does that work? Okay, so there is the the button up on the uh, on the top right that looks like that that goes to TV. Okay, that is this that, that is this TV looking hold button. It down. If if you hold it down, then it'll it'll turn up the sleep option, and then you'll press it again, and it will send it to sleep. And if you had paired it with your TV, it will shut down the TV at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think. It's but now they put a dedicated button that, for, for, but like I said, if it, it, it's hard to figure that out. Now you got a power button. And so people are like, oh, look, power button. Yeah, I, I can see that's easier. Yes. Th- th- that remote was not as intuitive as uh, it had certain usefulness, but it's not as intuitive. So I, Yeah. And people I, always complained about picking it up the wrong way because it was really, it, you had to look at it. Yeah, like you, could, if you, just, yeah, you had to look at it. Sometimes you couldn't tell that you picked it, pick it up the wrong way. Yes, that that is definitely true. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Apple likes making things really small, but the fact that it was so small made it really easy to misplace it too. So. Anyway. Well, I can see that. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. A- anyway, so yeah, new Apple. So I, I, I'm interested in the tile thing replacement though. Yeah. They're kind of big, comp- but you know, the one thing, um, that this one does apparently is it, 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 it's, it's got a better locator. Like it has, they showed a little demo with like a little arrow that points you exactly the right direction to find it. Um, and that looks cool. Like, uh, like I, I've been using tiles for a long time, but in order to find it, I sort of rely on the fact that it's going to make noise and I'm going to go searching for the noise. This has a little arrow. I, it was cool. I guess, um, I, I might get something, I might get a couple of those for my wife because I mean, she can't find anything. <laughs> I mean, every day she's asking me where her phone is. I mean, on, 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 on repeated occasions, all I hear is like, so where's my phone? I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know where the hell your damn phone is? Which a lot of times I actually do. Well, we use the find my thing all the time to find each other's devices for that inside the house. Oh, yeah, no, I, I well, I, I, okay. Well, well, Manu and I usually know where our shit is, but anyway. I yeah, but like uh, like every day, I keep it in my pocket. I don't. I'm not looking for my phone. Like I'm like you know going around. Where the hell did I leave my phone? I never leave my phone. Well, I, I'm with you. I'm the same way. The phone is always with me. Like if I am yes. more than three feet away from my phone, I'm starting to have a like. I'm having an anxiety attack if I if the phone is not in my hand. Right? You know. <laughs> I'll go back to fucking get it. I'm like, oh wait, the phone. I mean. Maybe that's a slight exaggeration, but not by much. I mean, I always have the thing with me. That is not always true of the rest of my family. And at least once a day, one or another member of my family is asking me to help locate their phone. So I use the, or or iPad, I use the find my feature. I go through the list of devices because the entire family's devices are all there and I make it beep and boom, there you go. So there you go. Okay. That that was me. I decided to talk Apple devices because, you know, and I know some of you hate Apple stuff, but oh well. Um, and so, uh, Yvonne, your, your, your turn. Are you going to go with something real? Because we've had three bogus topics so far today. I mean, I shouldn't say bogus. I mean, they're, they're good topics. We had good stuff to talk about. But. So you want to like catch up everybody on, on, on the pandemic? Where the heck it's going on? I'll, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> 
you you always do the pandemic, Yvonne, even if there's nothing really big new. Well, we have to. But we well, there is stuff. There's always stuff happening every week. Okay, so okay, um, fine. Pandemic. So so I'll I'll mention some of the interesting stuff I saw. For example, uh, what what thing that you you shared uh, this this uh, this um, this tweet that had this chart uh, with an article from a place called the Healthcare Blog that showed that uh, in 2016, poor health strongly predicted Trump voting. A county's rate of diabetes, alcohol consumption, obesity predicted its propensity to vote for Trump even better than race education. And I and I saw something that also showed something similar to vaccination. That basically it showed that people who were in shittier shape, like like this, also were refusing to to vaccinate. Right. You know. It, it, at higher rates. And that, that also is, is something else that correlates highly with Trump voters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because there's the vaccine whatever. reticence or whatever they're calling it. Uh, I mean, it's just, the, the, well, I, I'm looking, I, I, I did see some polling data that, you know, because a lot of it has to do with like, uh, Republic, you know, they, they parse out into Republicans and Trumpism and stuff or whatever, you know, we still have the, the latest charts that I saw show You've got really like 80% of the country really interested in getting vaccinated. Okay. Mm. And so Fauci is saying that you needed something like around that number really to get to the herd immunity. Well, uh, and the estimates have varied depending on what you look at and what, what proportion of these new variants show up, et cetera. Um, right. well, on the low go- end, it's like 60%. On the high end, it's like 95%. Right. right Fauci's right. basically betting it somewhere in the middle. So. Yeah. So, so somewhere around there. So, so we'll see. I, I do think that people still, th- that, that number will still go higher as, you know, as, as more people get vaccinated. But anyway, well, the thing um, is, of course, it also goes higher as more people get infected as well. So, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, um, for in terms of herd immunity. Yes. Yes. So, um, the other thing, um, that I saw interesting was, uh, you know, we've been getting all these articles about how the pandemic in, in Brazil is just it's just out of control. It's it's just insane at this moment. And, you know, so there was a Bloomberg article specifically talking about how it's really hammering the younger people in Brazil in ways that they just never expected. Um, and, I, you know, that I. Uh, today, I had our our handyman here at the condo tell me that his two, his his, uh, uh, his son and daughter both that uh, they're not they're not they're they're not teens, but they're like I think thirties forties that they're both in the hospital with COVID here in the United States. Okay. Um, and, and so, but you're seeing in Brazil where you know it, it, people that are in their twenties and thirties that are not just getting COVID, but they're, that they're getting hospitalized. Right. And that, you know, uh, it, in March, it said that 3,400 Brazilians aged 30 to 39 died from COVID. Um, almost four times the number in January. Amongst those in their forties, there were 7,000 fatalities. Uh, so it, it's, th- that is something that is just, I guess it's something to be expected with a virus like this that, you know, to make a change or whatever, you know, we've had these mutations, but I mean, that's something that's just, you know, that's something that we hadn't been seeing before. And that, 
now Brazil and South America is just you know struggling really hard, and these numbers with the with the Uyghur folks are just you know, uh, pretty bad. Uh, what's going on? Uh, the other thing that I saw with the pandemic stuff is so that just before you move on to other stuff, uh, yeah, you know, in terms of Brazil, just looking at the stats, uh, Brazil is really bad right now. It has, you know, an per seven day average deaths. It's like the worst place in the world right now, but it's leveled off. Um, as I've mentioned the last couple weeks, uh, India, however, is growing dramatically. Yeah, India is like going out of control. Yeah, and, and they've been growing in cases. Uh, like they, they set new records for the most new cases ever seen uh, in a single day in a single country. Like yeah, I, they had like three hundred thousand cases in what? I mean, I, I was it, like it, it, it was between three hundred and. Yeah, it was between 300 and 400,000. I think it was actually closer to 400,000. It was getting really I mean, high up there. Day. In I mean, one day. Um, one now, day. In one day. Now, deaths um, is lagging a little bit, but is also growing very, very rapidly right now in India. Um, There's still, like, in terms of absolute numbers, it's still like half of what Brazil is. But Brazil is flattened out. India is growing insanely and if the current trends continue they're gonna they're gonna outpace uh brazil in terms of daily deaths uh within the next week or so um and it's getting it's getting really bad really fast i was uh watching uh bbc world news yesterday and they had like the first 15 minutes of their show was just on uh india and uh the the rapidly deteriorating situation there and they mentioned that uh, it's likely very underreported at this time as well. So even the alarming numbers we well, see. I, yeah, I, I, I believe that both from India and from Brazil, yes. Yeah, and so the real numbers are probably much worse than this. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's still getting bad. I, You know, in the worldwide numbers I track, uh, it looks like deaths are leveling off a little bit right now, but I feel like that's only temporary until India really breaks through. And the leveling off is because Brazil and a bunch of other countries are leveling off, but that trend is going to be overwhelmed by the growth in India very soon, unless something turns around very fast and it doesn't look like it is yet. Uh, so I, yeah, th those, tr those trends. And, and again, like people, you know, if you look at the news reports here, the U S is still looking great. You know, cases went back up for a little bit, but they're now heading down again. Deaths are continuing on a downward trend. You know, we had this hot spot in Michigan, but it looks like that's leveled off and is starting to get better again as well. Um, so U S is trending great. And, you know, with, with the and vaccination rollout is still going well. So, you know, from a U.S. perspective, we're starting to be like, ah, yay, it's, it's looking good. From a world perspective, no, uh, it's looking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, and you were talking about the, the numbers in the, the U.S., the new cases, you know, that they were trending up now. They're definitely, finally, it's it's actually trending down the last few days where cases, new cases are down 6%, new deaths are down 2%, the 14-day change, like right now where we're at. And we're at 41% of uh, the U.S. populations receive at least one dose of the vaccination. I went today, and I, I went to the supermarket, and there were people there still making their, uh, waiting for their appointments to get vaccinated and i you know there's a lot of people still going out and getting 
getting their vaccines is very active and there's broad distribution and supply and all of that. I, I also saw it. I shared the story about uh, talking about effectiveness of vaccines, but I saw this that, you know, the the. The Chinese had uh, talked about how their vaccine is not as good as uh, Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Well, there was an article in the South China Morning Post, which is a uh, is a newspaper based out of Hong Kong. That it, it's I, I there have been they have generally been a pretty open uh, you know newspaper in terms of coverage in Hong Kong, but you could tell that their coverage, especially about like local stuff. It's being impacted by the pressure Hong Kong is getting. Okay, all right from from mainland China with with the with the laws that have been passed recently. Yeah, but but the one thing the article they were covering is that uh, uh, that they're and, and they they multiple times re- refuse to refer to it as Pfizer BioNTech, but that mainland China is trying to approve the they refer to it as BioNTech, but the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine for distribution in mainland China sometime in June. Okay. Which I thought was quite interesting that they're, they're, they're heading in that direction. So they're, they're planning on rolling out and at least uh, on approving that vaccine to be uh, sold there. Now, one thing about vaccines and how crazy the situation is right now, because India is one of the largest production producers in the world of actual <clears throat> vaccines manufacturing right actually making it yeah yeah and so one of the problems that they had is that they had been exporting tons of vaccine and so is china but at the same time you're looking at the vaccination rates in their countries they're not that great no okay and so there is this conundrum now where they're having like well you really having india as having such an issue with such a huge outbreak but at the same time, they've been exporting vaccines. It's like, what the hell are we supposed to do? Like right now, uh, you know, they really probably need damn vaccine. I mean, they got a billion people in India, too. Mm-hmm. And so so that's been also a very confusing issue where, you know, the Russians, the Chinese specifically, and those, they've been doing a lot of vaccine diplomacy, basically. Um, you know, trying to carve uh, goodwill or whatever with different countries. Hey, look, we've got your vaccine, blah, 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 and so forth. Um, but but it, it's just it, it's just a very it's a difficult situation when when, you know, how do you balance where? Oh, yeah, let's export vaccine. But at the same time, wait, you're letting all these people die back at home. So I, I think that's that's all always a very complex um, decision uh, to make. Um, on the positive side, by the way, no flu cases. <laughs> yes, we killed the flu. The flu is well, I mean, we fucking killed the flu. The flu has vanished. There is no effing flu cases. It's just stunning. And, and uh, I mean, there was an article today in the New York Times talking about that. I mean, how we just did not have a fucking flu season. Right. Period. I mean, this had never happened. They had never, ever. We've never had something like this with the flu. In I don't know how many years of them tracking it. A long time. Hey, guess what? Masks work. <laughs> yes. And guess what? COVID is super contagious. Yeah. 
because that fucker still goes around even though we were able to completely just eradicate eradicate literally almost the flu which they're saying it's not completely eradicated right, right. that it'll probably make a comeback at some point but we we are having so so few cases you know and you know even with those measures that were so good that they could literally almost completely obliterate the flu uh we 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 you know we we're, we're still getting you know thousands of covid cases right <laughs> it's, it's insane so but yeah but uh no flu. Yeah. And so uh, right now. And, uh, you know, it, it's also they're also saying that it's making it a little bit like complicated to figure out what vaccine they're going to also produce for the next flu season, which. Right. Because they, they don't have any samples of what's going around because nothing's exactly. going around. Yep. yep yeah. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Co- so COVID's still happening. Um, yeah. But. uh and and there is there is a high correlation between the countries that are doing better right now and vaccine pen- penetration. I mean, uh, it's undeniable at this point. Like the, it's undeniable. The point, places yeah. with low vaccine penetration are still having a lot of problems. The places that um, where vaccine vaccination is going very well and very strongly, it's not gone yet. And nobody should act like in, here in the U.S. we're done yet. We're not done. No, we're not done. It's not over. I mean, you know, look at looking at the U.S. numbers. You know, we're 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 you know we're better than we have been since uh, since what like October or something uh, or September. But you know, we're still it's 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 still not down to where it needs to be. There's still a bunch of people dying, but it is on the right track. It is absolutely on the right track, and it's the vaccinations that are doing it. There are other factors too, but the vaccinations at this point are the dominating factor. I'm I'm confident of that. You know, and you know, we had some talk on the Commudgeons Corner Slack about how much uh influence uh uh, nice weather and people being outside and all of that kind of stuff. That also is a factor. It's clearly a factor. Oh yeah, total. It, it's got to help. Yes. And we, uh, you know, one, one of the things we learned in the first cycle of this stuff is it's not just the temperature, you know, it literally is about how, how much of people's time they spend outside. Cause fundamentally like it all boil, this is an airborne illness it all boils down to ventilation and outdoors is just the best ventilated space. Most of us are in on a regular basis. Um, and anything indoor where you're in with other people is more risky, uh, including your own house. If you've got multiple people in your house and some of you go out and are exposed to other things, you know, your house included. But, uh, um, so the places where it's pleasant enough to spend lots of time outside and people aren't putting themselves in buildings with lots of people for extended lengths of time. Those are the places that do best. So it's, it's not just heat because if it's too hot and people go back inside to the air conditioning, that's just as bad as when they stay inside because it's cold outside. It's that middle zone where everything is nice and comfy and you're like, Hey, let's go outside. That, 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 those are the places that get the most benefit. Um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, us is going great. Uh, the other places with high vaccine present, uh, penetration are going great. Um, but, uh, yeah, lots of places aren't still. And even the places that are quote unquote doing great, 
it's still not over. Yeah. Yeah. It is still not over. Yeah. But we're getting there. Um, any, anything else vaccine or not vaccine, anything else COVID related, pandemic related? Not that I can think of right now. Okay. Um, you want to call it a show? We can call it a show. Okay. So time for all this stuff at the end. You know how to reach us. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash curmudgeons corner. We're on Twitter. I'm at Abelsmay, A-B-U-L-S-M-E. Yvonne is also on Twitter. He's at I am Bo, I-M-B-O-U. Uh, if you don't like those, you can email us. It's feedback at curmudgeons-corner.com. Just make sure your message does not look like spam. Because we talked about that. Right. Um, and uh, if you really like the show, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner. Uh, we would love to uh, have you throw us a little cash as well. Um, and uh, for $2 a month or more on the curmudgeons corner Patreon, or if you talk to us a lot on any of the other methods I mentioned, we will invite you to our curmudgeons corner slack where Yvonne and I and various other folks are chatting all week long, sharing links, uh, just talking about the news and stuff that's going on. So Yvonne, as I always ask these days, tell our listeners about a few of the things they are missing out on by not being on the curmudgeons corner slack. Well, uh, for example, we, uh, traded some information. I, well, I, tr I, I shared an article about that New York city has a new sex work policy where they're basically deciding not to prosecute, uh, sex workers anymore uh there was an article about the kent state and this girl that was in a very famous picture related to the kent state incident in 1970 and what happened to her ever since then uh there was an article on how a turkish crypto exchange goes bust and the founder fled the country for example um, oh nice that's always good when yes. that happens that's all yeah i mean i know that people always love that wasn't there that one guy that um that uh that you know said that uh, you know his key he lost all the keys was that the mount you know? gox thing like years ago yeah 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 exactly yes that is something like that yes so that stuff keeps happening i, I will tell you that my cryptocurrency portfolio is not particularly happy right now no it has lost a lot in the last week and a half or so oh you poor thing i know i know uh but you know at the same time uh, let, uh, let's see. Uh, let me do the math right now. Um, here, wait, wait. Okay. A at the moment, um, from its peak on April 17th, it's now April 23rd. Now it's down about 25% in that time period. That's less than a week it's down about 25%. So that hurts. But at the same time, that only puts it back to where it was at the beginning of April. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, only 22 days ago. <laughs> exactly. So. Ah, uh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, uh, another article that was quite interesting was that uh, there's this article on the McDonald's ice cream machines. Oh, yes, yes. And that was quite interesting. I got to admit, uh, I, di I did find it. I, I, honestly, I wanted to l learn more after that i mean uh so mcdonald's apparently has some very complicated expensive 
uh, uh, ice cream machines, which people love the product, but hate how they break down all the time. People get into fights about it. And some guy built some kind of hack in order to try to diagnose and fix them uh, in, in a much better way. Uh, and, so, and of course, they're suing him. And they're suing him. They're counter suing, whatever. They're they're going after each other. Um, and we also were talking about how real estate prices are just soaring across the country. Um, you know, we talk about that. So that's all the good, good meaty stuff that we've been talking about. And you could be joining us for that. All you have to do is talk to us a little bit or, or give us money. Send us money. Get a <laughs> mug or something from us. Yeah. Yeah. Get, you, we'll oh, invite you to, yeah. we'll invite you to the Slack, but we'll, yeah, at various levels, we'll give you a postcard, a mug, all kinds of, we'll mention yeah. you on the show, all kinds of cool stuff. Yes. So Yeah. And, uh, and you know, someday the, the, the money from the Patreon has already gone to make sure both Yvonne and I have nice microphone setups and all that kind of stuff. And it paid for our last curmudgeons corner meetup. And so maybe, uh, once the pandemic actually is over, maybe we can have another one. Well, apparently there's an influx of $200 that we're expecting. That's coming pretty soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, uh, yeah, my, my, my son, my son has paid the entire balance of his allowance card uh, to have a spot on Curmudgeon's Corner. Yes. And so, and, uh, you know, we'll get him a shirt, I guess, or a mug. Or something. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> but of course he hates, he really, really hates Curmudgeon's Corner. So. I know. So maybe we'll, maybe we could do a, a, a mug with that for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe we could do an I hate Curmudgeon's Corner mug. I think that's brilliant. I will think about that. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. And uh, with that, yeah, everybody. Uh, of course, in exchange for his $200 donation. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, uh, with all of that said and done, hey, everyone, if you know somebody who would like the show, please tell them about it. Uh, if you have something to say about the show, leave it in a review at the Apple Podcast Directory or anywhere else that has podcast reviews and let us know so we can go read it, too. And um, that's it. Hey, everybody, stay safe. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Later, Yvonne. Bye. Bye. Yvonne, did you mute yourself? Did we lose you? Hello? Yes! Finally! My evil plan worked! Yvonne! I'm going to hang up and call you again if you're not talking in the next few seconds. Finally! My evil plan! Okay. <laughs>